Hello, everyone. Uh, once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And today we will be starting our journey again one more time into the Cybersecurity Foundation course. I want to welcome everyone into the our Cybersecurity Foundation course. So people are continuing, I think, from a very long time with us. And we were on the domain three offensive side. So today will be the day six of offensive side. And overall, this is the day 20. And we will be carrying on our journey with today with the malwares itself. Okay, so let's just go ahead, jump in, and try to see what will be the agenda for the day. Let's just go ahead and let's just get started with the our domain three one more time with the offensive security basics. So today will be day 20 of this our cybersecurity foundation course, and in short, this is going to be the your particular uh, I would say day six of the your uh, day six of your offensive side right so now what we are going to try over here is we'll be going ahead and we'll be starting with the whole types of malware and everything right but before we go with that so today's agenda is clearly in the screens uh, introduction to malware types of malware creating a malware introduction to a malware analysis in overall now we will be just going ahead and before i start with this whole journey of the malware so let me just make it very clear you know we are talking about the malware so most of the things that you are going to see here is going to be the theoretical part okay now you know we'll be discussing that from the theory point of view we you know and if someone will be interested in you know more uh, more learning about the malwares so you'll be seeing that there is a clearly a branch or we can say a you know sub branch of the cyber security which is going to be the your uh, analysis uh, malware analysis itself right so that will be dealing with the more of similar kind of a scenario okay so again uh, so uh, as i was saying that we have to go ahead and we have to do the bit of the discussion on the your uh, malware side itself right so in the malware side before we go with that let's just let me just get started with the bit of a precap that what we have learned in the past few uh, you know uh, past few days uh, that was the last week so what we have done there, we started with the pen testing. If everyone remember that what is pen test, why it is required, you know, all that kind of a thing. Then we move into the your information gathering. Right, your reconnaissance information gathering, the different way of doing it. We talked about the scanning. Right, then we were doing the your enumeration. then we were on the your particular uh, scanning enumeration and then we were having the your uh, you know first you know first access or we can say exploitation okay first access or we can say exploitation And then we were seeing there uh, privilege escalation. And then there was the journey towards the clear your tracks. 
right so this is something the last week we have done so we were talking about why pen testing is required what is the goal of the pen testing the different different it's you know uh, it's different different phases factors all these kind of things we were talking about right the different phases what you need to do how it is different from the vulnerability assessment then we were seeing that there are going to be the, you know uh, steps to a particular pen testing which is very similar to how an attacker would be attacking you that is going to be very similar to that now there was few additional steps because our uh, uh, our motive there was not only going and compromising something but also our goal was to get the data and present a report so that you know you can know your organization can know what is you know some problems vulnerability with them now we started with the first step that was the information gathering so we heard about you know we were seeing tools like netcraft okay uh, search engines use of the search engine with the google docs people search engine shodan netcraft uh, you know who is these things we have seen osint framework then you know once that was completed we moved towards the scanning part and in the scanning part we have seen what is the goal you know doing something like you know different different scans xmos scan and then using the wireshark capturing the packet i was proving my point that yes whatever i was telling you that's you know actually happening in the back end then there is going to be the your enumeration which was regarding the finding the more detail like which version of the if port was open which service is running in that that was the task of the scanning if 21 was there it is running the ftp service that was the task of scanning then which version of the ftp it was running banner grabbing that was the part of enumeration if you grab a banner then you can search for that is there any known vulnerability for that particular version you know for your target or not and then you if there is any you find that yeah, there could be something that could be used for the exploitation then you were going ahead and exploiting those services over there so we have seen metasploit framework in that particular part and then you know we were using that exploiting it gaining the access of the system okay then we talked about the last day about the first privilege escalation that if you were gathering the you know you are getting the access on the system but you are a normal user who is having the id like 48 right only this so what you are going to do you try to become a root user and get yourself the id like you know your zero and if you have seen if you remember we were doing it with the uh, you know there was eternal blue which we use and you know uh, we were trying to get the you know windows machine also we have i was showing you the one machine academics it's only the privilege escalation part to give you the idea that how things they happen and then with the machine itself like that windows xp1 i was going and i was just showing you that how you can go ahead and clear your tracks right remove everything from there so that is something that you can you know do so I was telling you that there are the, some, you know, third party apps as well. And on that day, I was just fumbling on the names as well, if you remember. Okay. So there was the Metasploits frameworks, you know, direct module, which can clear these things, Linux commands, which can clear the, your data from there. So this was something that what we have learned throughout the last week. And today we'll be starting and you know, discussing the malware. Again, I am telling all the attend you know, attendees over here that today, you will be seeing 
our topics because they are important from the point of view of offensive right but we can't show everything in the you know uh, fundamentals itself so right now our task is to give you the fundamental knowledge okay so we will try to give that and today like here as well we you know regarding malwares sniffing you will be seeing bit more on the theory heavy sessions is going to be in there when we'll be reaching back to the some web application and all there you will be seeing you know demos again being included in the picture one more time right so this is something that what we will be having on the whole as a whole over here so you know this is clearly i am just indicating in the very beginning so today we'll be talking about introduction to malware type of malware creating a malware and introduction to a malware analysis so these are going to be the our part over here now okay uh, so what we are going to do is we will be starting with the malware now first of all types of malware i am starting what we are going to be doing very first thing okay uh that is going to be the discussing about the malware now when we are talking about the malware one thing that we have to keep in mind malware is your you know we can type it malicious and software okay now when we are talking about the software software is what line of code right simply what it is collection of the line of code simply loc is what we call so even if you are writing one line of code and it is giving you some output some result that could be also software now malicious means when you are creating that particular software you know your intentions were up to no good right and simple as that your intention was not good over there so what it is going to be known as now malicious software and in simple term malware now you know malware itself is a very big umbrella let me tell you like you know someone was writing virus so i can say virus is type of your malware itself right so a simple thing we can say like this malicious code is undesired or unauthorized software or simply the malware which will be placed into the target system or into your system so that it can disrupt your day-to-day -day operation or to redirect the system resource for the attacker's benefit okay so in the you know past if you will be going and reading some case study and all you will be finding that there were multiple malware which was able to go ahead and you know disrupt the whole organization you know and disable any operating system or application or force any you know target system or network to slow down okay so what it will be so more recently the malicious code attack they try to remain hidden on the target system and what they want to do they want to take advantage of your capability for their advantages like i am you know uh, there is something like a crypto malware as well so you know there are different kind of crypto malware so one type of crypto malware what it do is it will be using your processing capability to you know go for the bitcoin digging right mining of the bitcoin so that kind of a thing also 
sometime attacker they will try to do utilizing your resource for their advantages that is also something that is going to be in there and most of the time you know what is their goal is going to be the kind of denial of service right disrupting the your network your day-to-day -day activity this is something that they want to achieve on to general basis as well so this is going to be the overview or the idea of the your you know malwares so they will try to you know uh, your resources uh, for their purpose or they will be seizing your resources so that is going to be the your malwares itself now they can also use those malwares to create backdoor on your system, stealing the data of your system, stealing your personal information, business information, even for simple things like advertisement as well, right? Extortions nowadays also going with the malwares. So all the different kind of the act can be done with the malwares itself. And that's why I'm saying there are different, why I'm telling you, there are different, different form of the malware that is going to be in there so they can have a number of work that they can do over there right so that is going to be the malware for you so if we will see that what written you know, okay so directly we are starting with the type of malwares so here you will see a heap of the different different type of malwares that is going to be in there now one thing that i want to say because you know few people were writing the virus so i want to start with this term so when you are hearing this term virus so what you think it's simply a term or does virus has a full form vital information source under c's so now what you are getting the idea regarding the virus over here. So your important information systems are under siege means they have been taken control by someone here. Okay. Means someone has seized the control of your resources. And now, you know, let's say that if that resource should have worked at the 100% capacity, it is only working at its 20% capacity. You can't utilize your resources properly that is going to be in there the very basic regarding this you know virus so you know almost virus and worm are almost similar there is very small difference between them okay but yes first i wanted to start with this somewhere like you know very familiar territory that everyone heard about the viruses so that's why i wanted to start here and you know something that you need to uh, think about a malware you always not going to think that they will be creating back door or you know making your system slower those kind of thing it could be any kind of a virus and any type of a things they can do even they can you know obviously we know they can corrupt your applications you know corrupt your data files system files even not only that is the attack that is also like you know you keep getting the pop-ups like for the ads some messages on your screen that is also a malware right so this is you know uh you know this is something that you will be looking for these kind of a thing right so these kind of things will be there and you know they have the different creative ways as well like a very common one which i am seeing nowadays uh, with the mobile phones so you will be going ahead and there will be an ad which will be saying that you know your mobile device name your mobile device this x pro 
it is under the your virus please click here for more right you'll be you know, becoming very uh, curious that what it is and it will be you know it, it will be taking you to the new website and it will be telling you to download an antivirus over here and that antivirus is actually going to be a virus okay so they also will start becoming more and more uh, we will say what creative over the time period so this is going to be you know different ways that how malware's viruses they are working nowadays so first of all you know this is the just general overview now virus what is a virus virus is going to be a malicious code which is going to spread from one computer system to another computer system and how it will be attaching itself to a file and then you know reach to the another system over here so it is going to attach itself to the other files and when it is attaching itself to other file this process is called your self-replication okay it is called your self-replication so when you are doing something like self-replication so virus this you know for virus this self-replication process it is not going to start with the your you know unless there will be a human trigger right human action that is going to trigger it right so unless there is going to be a human who is going to click on a file run a file till that point it is not going to start the process of self-replication over there and this is very important thing to understand about the virus so those kind of the human action could be like you know opening the infected email attachments okay someone send you a mail that you know you have got yourself a license for the what we can say uh you know, some sporting events final you click on that and you fall for it and now that starts self-replicating process that is going to be in there now uh you know this code will be start executing at that you know uh, attach the file and start doing self-replication and start attaching itself to the different different files as well very frequently right so what they will do they will be doing uh, one thing they will be attaching themselves but one thing that virus cannot travel over the network now what is happening when you are putting something like a pen drive or anything now what happened that become part of the system now it can replicate itself over that you know uh, usb drive now you put that usb drive take it to the another system and if you have features like autoplay enabled so it could have run that particular file and what will do it can start self-replication process and it will start attaching the files onto the other system as well okay so this is going to be in there now it can do a number of things it can corrupt the file it can destroy your data it can start self-replicating its nature so you know it could be opening the lot of file and making your system unusable so this is there that is going to happen right and you know almost uh, you know it was the estimation that billions of dollar every year in the industry is due to the virus itself okay category of the virus itself over there so this is going to be in the your viruses now virus and worms they both are similar okay so worm is a malware just like virus it is itself you know it replicate itself across the infected system but there is a difference that it doesn't require any human interaction to 
start this self-replicating process and nor does it attach itself to any other program or file while the virus they tend to interfere with the function of you know a specific machine right like you know utilizing their system and running and consuming their ram and all those kind of a thing your worm is going to be intended to interrupt your network capability so worm is going to target your network capabilities this is targeting virus is targeting host worm is targeting your networking capability okay so it's primary function is just to spread spread means it is doing self-replication and spreading through the network it can you know replicate itself through the network as well so just you know in the whole network it just want to go ahead and network and consume the things like the your network bandwidth keep spreading keep replicating and consume the network resource as much as it can so that it can consume something like network bandwidth which will be resulting into the something like dos attack system unavailable network is down that kind of a thing over there okay and using this thing if worms they are carrying any payload what those things can do they can turn a computer into the remote zombie right it will spread and giving the network connection to the attacker an attacker now can use the target system as a zombie means attacker is going to control that particular system and from that system further attacks your attacker can launch so if you you know there was in many of the certification exam there was the question that what is the difference between virus and worms so the biggest one is for starting the self-replication process worm doesn't require any of the human interaction itself so that is going to be the one thing now when we were just talking about the you know one scenario okay so we were talking about a one scenario here that you know your system will be telling you that uh, you you know, multiple time you might have visited some website which is saying that your device is having which device is you know like uh, like you have seen multiple things that on your system like your device is infected with the virus okay do you know click here for more details so that example that i was giving you what it was it was a hoax right it was just giving you making the situation a bit panicky for you so that you will be clicking on it you will be falling for it and working with that so that is going to be the your hoax that will be working like this giving you the fake assurance over there and hoax can be used with this something like you know your adverse so there are two brothers one is the adware and another is the spyware so adware if you might have seen you know a lot of ads popping up i remember very specifically when we were moving from 2g to 3g right so earlier what was happening uh, the 2g was having not that not that much of a good speed so when we were in you know uh, college and we start seeing that 3g a good speed so what happened uh, just that curious case of the you know some student you can say that we wanted to experience it firsthand and uh, we were very happy with that and we go ahead and you know having some tricks and then you know we were downloading some you know movies and lot of softwares so i wanted to run like a premium version of the acrobat reader and you know your photoshop and everything so people go and look on the you know sites places like torrent okay so you know we were downloading them and without even running anything i just want you know because we were becoming too much crazy like 
very good speed 100 mbps and we keep clicking here and what happen is we keep installing lot of the different software which keep popping up the ads on our notification centers here right left different places why because we simply saying keep agreeing keep agreeing so what they do this start sending you annoying ads play this game and all those kind of a things so there is going to be the fake adwares fake ads you, there will be the you know, means frustrating you as well and you know like i was giving the example of virus this one that your device has been infected with the virus download our antivirus and when you click on that antivirus it is taking you to where the actual why making you to install the actual virus itself so that is going to be the something that we need to be aware of as well that you know these things also exist in the different scenario it you know over here now the brother i was saying was the spyware so when i was giving you the my personal example that we keep installing different software so we got installed multiple time you know uh, there is what spyware is specifically going to work with the browsers okay stealing the data from your browsers okay that is going to be the work of the spyware so you multiple time go ahead and install some extensions by clicking on next 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 onto your browser once you install those extensions they could be a spyware now what spywares they generally do they will be stealing your information can they can grab your cookies send it send it to their owner even they can steal the you know your stored password as well okay that's why it is not safe to store the password on the browser as well right so they can you know they will be keeping everything your cookies your history they will be looking at everything so even if you are not storing any password over there so they like your history what you like what you dislike that can be shared and attacker can create an attack on based of that like you know if you are working in a sales team you will be keep looking for leads you will keep looking for the email address now you know you know attacker know now that what you are looking for send you a fake mail that we have a database of the you know 500 potential customer you know if you want please connect with us and start pursuing the people so this is going to be the your spyware now there are you know uh, like people are asking so we have the last pass and all so yeah as compared to browser the your you know uh, passwords key lockers you know these kind of things are much better okay like even keychain service that is also a good one right so you know your services of uh, which is specifically to store it that is much better than storing it in the browser because those things can be stealed by your particular uh, spyware itself okay that is going to be the one thing that is there okay so adware and spyware adware is giving you the annoying ads spyware is stealing your data right data collection history personal information banking financial information username password okay so that is going to be the over there itself now another very popular category here i think everyone has heard about the trojan you might be remembering this story from where this thing it actually popped up right if i think everyone heard the story of troy right that what happened was there was a city of troy who was you know kind of uh where you can't just win that one right they had they have a pretty good one uh you know security all around their uh 
city and they were having very good citadel and everything. So what they did, they put, you know, Greeks, they put the fake horses over there, right? And in that fake horse, they were hiding the soldiers. Okay, so they were hiding the soldiers inside that. And what happened was once they were hiding the uh, soldier. So, you know, first uh, your people, they, they think that, okay, they were unable to conquer us. That's why they have leave it as a gift. So they place that wooden horse inside the your city. And at the, you know, we can say this around the stroke of the midnight, they just go ahead and simply came out of that wooden horse and simply open the gate, flood the enemy inside the city and conquer the city. Right. So same thing happened here is a Trojan. So Trojan will be a normal looking file, a normal looking program. Okay. Let's say I think many of you will be very habitual of playing this game like chess. Okay. So there was a time between 2008 to 12 when uh, one Trojan was being spread with this chess.exe. So people wanted to play chess with the system, right? CPU versus you who is more intelligent. So what happened is that people they were downloading a game, but there was a, another file which was hidden behind this file and that was the your Trojan. So this is the Trojan. So this is a normal pretty normal looking file. So a harmless file. It will be hiding a particular malware inside it. So when you are installing this malware or this you know, game with this, you are also installing the malware as well. Right. And what this will do, there is the category of the you know, Trojan, which is the rat. Remote access Trojan. Right. So that is what that is doing what it is giving the backdoor access. Backdoor access of your system. Right. So one of the very famous backdoor system was is going to be the dark comet. Right, and this was the one of the your backdoor rat which was giving you. So what you are going to have a you know, Trojan will be a normal file, and what it will do, it will be just giving the kind of the backdoor access. So they are not replicating themselves, or neither they are attaching it to the any file. Instead, what they are doing, they are doing uh, like installing themselves or hiding themselves in your system to remain undetected, and you know just kind of. Uh, exfiltrate latest data as you know as much as possible, right? So Trojan is malicious content hiding in an otherwise, you know, uh, you know, normal looking package. And when a user download kind of games, even screensavers, okay, they will be work as expected. There will be no issue with those programs. Even many time I have seen people try to do you know earlier. Uh, till 2018 people, you know, many of the people, even my friend, they were trying to download the word for free or, you know, office for free. So what they are doing, doing it from the third party website already activated one. This increased the chance of installing the your malware into your system. Okay, so this is going to be the few scenario that you need to keep in mind that do not go and download the any unofficial file. Okay, the file which you do not trust, do not install them over there unless it is from the official vendor. So these kind of thing you have to keep in mind itself and it will be giving the backdoor access to you. Now, first thing that I have written over here was the keylogger. Now, right, so keyos, first thing you need to understand, a keylogger could be your 
hardware base as well and a software base as well. So software base is very hard to detect, right? So key logging is doing what? It is going to record your key stroke over there, recording your key strokes and then sending it to its master. So means whatever you are typing, your identity, when you were authenticating yourself. So all these things can be stored at a very specific time over there. Right? So software and the your hardware base both are there. So that's why in many of the offices there is a policy that if you are using a public network. Okay. Uh, what is going to be in there is, uh, you know, you have to check that between your keyboard and between your you know a cpu port is there a usb kind of a device okay usb pen drive like of a device is that something like that that is in between that would be a hardware key logger software is very you know tough to have you know detected over there on a public system that's why you know it has been asked you to avoid the use the public your resources for something like official work. Okay, so this is something that yeah can happen. They're recording every key that you press. So what do you they can steal? Your personal informations, identity, whatever you are typing, usernames, password, banking, or whatever. So because what will happen? You will be searching for something in the URL, right? Like your bank. You type your bank name. Okay, then they will be going ahead and you know next thing they will be asking a username and password obviously first thing you will be typing will be a username then there will be a password which they will try to get as well right you maybe you are using tab like i have this habit so this is what they will be doing they will be just going ahead you are typing you press tab and you know that means username is completed you are going on to the next line and that means everything is being recorded over there Okay, and that's why on the banking sites, if you have seen, there is going to be always the option of using the virtual keyboard. So every time, and this is my habit as well, that whenever I'm using that kind of, a, you know, logging into the my net bank or anything, I always try to go with the your virtual keyboards itself. So it will be just, you know, uh, physical keyboards. It will its keystroke is going to get recorded as well. Okay, now. Okay, this is one. Now, what apart from this, these things? So there is ransomware. I will be talking into the. Uh, okay, so two more category which I have written here. Actually, there are more than that as well. Okay, so first, you know, some other categories as well, which is you know I haven't highlighted over here. So I was thinking of you know directly discussing them in this you know, session itself. So there are other categories as well. Like someone, I think in the message I was reading. They were writing something like logic bomb. Okay, so there is going to be the logic bomb. There is the bot botnet as well. Okay, so the key host and key grabber. Okay, someone is asking the key host and key grabber. So key host, uh, you know, is going to be the hardware. Okay, like this. If you're searching for the key host, it will be something like looking like a pen drive, right? A connector. These kind of a device, it will be over there, which will be recording your key log, you know, your key strokes. So this is going to be a key logger that is going to be in there. 
okay so you can see the design diagram these things over there now we were having some other categories as well like logic bomb bot botnet as well that is going to be the part of it now what is going to be the logic bomb logic bomb is you know i always say that compare this to the some you know uh, things we heard like the time bomb so logic means when you will be giving anything so let's say that when this thing happen then it should execute right means what you are having bomb should be triggered right at a specific moment so when it should be triggered you know you will be defining it like you know there was a sony hack case scenario so they also there they use something like a logic bomb so you know they were having this like they wanted maximum people to see the message so what they did once they complete the hack they put a message for everyone and they waited like almost at 10 or 11 everyone will be the office so as soon as clock hit 10 every single display which was infected they start displaying a message that you have been hacked by guardian of peace gop so that was the logic bomb stars so it will be whatever you will tell it to do delete a file run a message or anything it will do that at a specific moment at a specific event that in that is going to trigger that okay this is going to be like that like whenever if you are using a laptop whenever you are going to put your laptop on charge then it should go ahead and exploit so something like that will be the work of the logic bomb then there is going to be the bot and botnet okay bot is something that is commanded and controlled by someone else okay so this will be a system attacker what they did they install a kind of a rat over there remote access trojan now they are controlling it so they are going to send the instruction what to do to the system and it will be the bot now similarly when you have the collection of the compromised bot and usually you will be seeing that people what they do that you know they will be having these all will be having one manager right like this controller which i was talking about now the collection of the compromised system or the collection of the bots will be known as the botnet okay now and these are the some few other things that is there similar to that there is uh, one more malware that is the ransomware now this is very common okay so every day you might have heard some news regarding the regarding the ransomwares okay so i think again there was some news today as well regarding the your ransomware okay so uh, one company i think it affected earlier one in the recent memory one of the very famous uh, one of the very famous example that i am remembering one which is very popular one case which is very popular that was the wanna cry ransomware okay very popular means in 2017 if i am right this happened and this was the kind of concern for everyone why if i will show you this thing 
you know remember yes uh, last session i was talking about this vulnerability i showed you this as well how to exploit this okay ms17010 right this was the one if you will open this this is the microsoft security bulletin okay so name that was given to this one that was the eternal sunshine eternal blue eternal romance different different name it goes with right now many of the it company non it company wherever the systems was okay they are going to go ahead and you know they were affected with this one almost the very big amount of industry was affected by this particular vulnerability itself so why if you will see it was affecting window xp you know window vista window server 2008 it was also affecting window 7 it was also affecting your window server 2008 r2 windows 8.1 8.17 will be also there window 10 windows server 2016 server calls installation option so up to that time different different servers you know or service packages as well you can see so at that time your uh you know uh at that particular time what happened was people they were not much that much aware about the ransomware so this one what it did it goes ahead take the advantage of this vulnerability and as you can see almost every window version presented at that time it was vulnerable to this particular vulnerability and attacker they took advantage of this situation so what they did they go ahead and they were dropping the keys onto the target system okay they were dropping the keys on the target system let's say via the some you know email now through this vulnerability they were downloading those keys onto the system once they were downloading the keys onto the system they were encrypting all your file every file that is in that system now that key they were sending it back to the cnc you know network cnc means commanded and control network means to a botnet to keep it safe now in the whole that file next day you will open your system you will see that all files are compressed into the one place and then there will be a you know notepad or an image which will be saying that you know we have hacked you and we have all your data which is right now in encrypted format and if you want to get your data back you need to do is you pay us some good amount of ransom okay so this is what you have to do and it hit industry billions of dollars at that particular time right because almost everyone was infected or was uh, you know vulnerable to this particular your uh, vulnerability at that time and that's why this wanna cry become a case study in the ransomware now recently uh, i think last year itself if you have heard about the colonial pipeline okay so colonial pipeline in us what they did you know they capture the all the data over here and because after wanna cry companies they become very much aware so the best solution against the your ransomware is your backup having the 
backup of the data and now you have to make sure uh, you have to make sure that the backup where you are taking that is also not connected with the same network or same machine or same place itself why then they will be going and you know making this encrypted as well right so this is also the you know something that you have to keep in things so backup is the one of the best defense then there is always the your anti malware which will be having signatures over there okay uh, they will be having the signatures which you can detect and you can have the alert in it, you know advanced threat intelligence sharing all these kind of a things there is going to be the you know few parts now you have the uh, you know what they were doing they generally asked for this so what happened in this case was you know when they hack the organization and first they were claiming that yes they have the backup of data they are not going to pay any ransom but in the end they end up paying the ransom so this was a quite unique case of organization paying the ransoms as well okay so this is the you know bit about your ransomwares that is there uh, out there now there is something like the rootkit so how the rootkit is going to be the bit different from the other if i will say rootkit gives you the backdoor access backdoor access to any system then how rootkit is you know different from the others it is different it will give you backdoor access but as a root user root means admin user means you have all the access of the system that is going to be in there right so this is something that is going to be the difference over here a boot kit root kit is there and now what is there you know installation of these things for not also not easy so what can happen is let's say you know different ways you might have to try so you give someone the pen drive let's say that there were few people who are looking for the installation of the window 10 in their system now you know they were trusting uh, another person and that person gave them the uh, you know bootable you know usb stick okay bootable usb stick that use this one and install the window 10 on your system but that was that was infected version of the your window 10 so with the window 10 this time your rootkit also installed and what happened then it will be giving the my target the all the access over there so my target oh so you know giving my attacker all the access of the things right so we have what you have just put it and you know you'll be getting the access as the root user and one of the you know some examples you might have heard have you heard that you know there was a time when lenovo uh, asus acer they were uh, kind of uh, people put fingers towards them they were having this allegations that you know they are having the particular rootkit installed in their systems okay a backdoors in their systems so i think i remember that there was the i think lenovo thinkpad series i think it is x1 or something that was uh, recalled from the market so 65000 around your systems were recalled and the reason they were giving was the heat but actually a few days ago there was a report that you know there is a backdoor installed in there now the reasons that come out with it was because sometime you know people they are a bit annoying you know to when they are talking with the customer care they are a bit annoying so they were having the intention that you know 
their customer care executive can have direct access of their system, gain the access, and then simply sort the problem out to make the task easy. But if you will place something like this in your system, it there is a highly chance that someone can take the advantage of this and get the access of your system as well. So that's why they need to recall it and specifically again those system. Those is the series your that is uh, that no that is going to be used in the corporate environments. So yes, there was a lot of the noise during that particular time as well. Okay, so these things need to be over there. So there is the rootkit which is used in a particular manner or particular way itself. That how it is. So first of all, I'm just showing you these major area over there. Okay, so this is just the major major kind of the types of malware there is that is going to be in there. So I think I have just explained everything over there. So I have already made the slides for this. So I will be just going ahead and discussing one more type. Okay, so keylogger so that we can discuss the points as well. Okay, keylogger is a type of software or hardware device that record every keystroke made on a computer or a mobile device. Okay, now it can be used to monitor the activity of user, including their password, credit card number, and other sensitive informations. Then we have ransomware. So ransomware is type of malicious software that is designed to deny access to computer system or data until ransom is paid. Okay, the ransom is typically demanded in cryptocurrency, such as your Bitcoin to make it difficult for law enforcement to track them. Okay, then the virus. Okay, same thing. A virus, a computer virus, is a type of malicious software that is designed to replicate itself, spread from one computer to another. Like a biological virus, a computer virus can infect a computer without the user's knowledge or consent and can cause damage to file, program, and the operating system okay so these points okay again if you want to see same thing we have discussed keyloggers same points right it can monitor the activity of user including credit card password okay uh, software and hardware device that record everything then there is going to be your ransomware ransomware is which is uh, we were just discussing this asking for ransom pay me some good money and i will give you the your key back virus we were talking about the self-replication process with the human interaction over there right and then there is going to be warm warm is a type of malicious software that can self-replicate and spread from one computer to another through network connection without requiring any action on the part of the user so unlike virus, worm do not need to attach themselves to a program or file in order to spread. So they just simply use the networking capabilities of there to go ahead and work with that. Now, apart from that, Trojan virus, right? So Trojan, again, the name is pretty much famous. So we will be talking about this. So Trojan is going to be known as also the Trojan host, which is a malicious software that disguises itself as the legitimate program or file in order to trick user into installing and executing it. Once it is installed, a Trojan can carry out a range of harmful action such as stealing sensitive data, 
installing backdoors over here. Now, there is going to be the rootkits. So for the rootkits, rootkits are the malware which are designed to hide the presence of a malware as well as the activity of an attacker on the infected system itself. Okay, then pokes. So a computer malware that trick user into believing their computer is infected with a virus or other type of a malware while it's actually not. So like this one. Okay, these ads you might have seen multiple times. Okay, so these hoax malware, they typically work by displaying alarming message or pop-ups that claim to have detected a virus and other threat on your computer or the system. Okay, then there is going to be the spyware. So spyware is a malware which is designed to secretly monitor and collect information from a computer system or a mobile device. It is often used to steal personal or sensitive information such as password, credit card detail, or other private, you know, private data. So this is something that we have already, you know, I think, discussed a lot of the time itself. Now, now we will be going ahead and we'll be talking about creating a malware. So there are some examples that you know you are seeing over here. So you know this is something that you will be like creating an exe to disable a virus you know disabling virus we'll be creating which will allow you to make something like you know uh, viruses uh, which will make what which will make sure that you know your exe is not being working properly then you know uh, that start several programs and you know consume your resources we'll be seeing that as well okay so these kind of a scenario is going to be the whole things that we'll be seeing moving ahead right so first of all i am going to go ahead and i'm going to start with the your you know first of all if you want to do something like this running a malware or create a malware i will always suggest do these kind of a thing on your virtual environment do not directly jump into the somewhere like you know your a real-time environment and then you know later regret that why I would have run this thing in the my real environment so try to avoid this situation okay because uh, foolishly multiple times we do this thing and later make ourselves compromised over a number of places itself so this is the one thing now if I will do I will do what there if you remember I was having the windows let me just use this one XP so you know I have having this XP folder over here so what I can do is I can either so what I'm going to do let me just go ahead and in here let me first of all create a new text document 101 virus 101 and okay I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to run it and yeah my screen might be a bit small in this file what I'm going to do is I was actually try to increase the uh, size but I'm gonna go ahead and start with the very simple simple things so a malware can do a number of things okay so here uh, like you know what is going to happen is this is not supporting this particular format is not supporting over here 
So what I'm going to do, I'm going to use and something like, you know, I'll be creating a Okay, options you might not see, but yeah, font could you can easily see over there. Okay, font size I can increase, but the whole you know things, other things might not be that much visible. So here we'll be starting with the your very first. Let me just close this one. Okay, so I'm going to start with a very simple. So a virus could be anything. Okay, now virus could be just some someone annoying you, right? A, you know, you are working and suddenly a message pop up on your screen. Okay, that could be also tab, just like the adware. So for here, what we are going to do, we'll be typing something like this message. Asterisk and then. Hi. Hi. I love you. Darling. Okay, something like this. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do, a message like this could be there. I'm going to click on save as, uh, save as text or file. And here I will be giving it the name, the first. Okay. And save as your, you know, all file I'm doing. First dot bat. Okay, and click on save. Right and just close this one. Right, so I created a virus and created a batch file over there. Now what it will do if this will be run on your system, it will be giving you a message. Okay, so like I have written that message that message from administrator like this. Okay, simply disturbing your workflow a very basic like this could be the work over here. Now what other things it can do over here <clears throat> not a very good thing but if you have to understand the working of this i can keep clicking add it over here okay or again i can open this thing or i can type the few more things about this one okay like i can go ahead and i can start a cmd which will be start giving you the lot of random numbers so what i will do I will be going with this something like this. Uh, let me just, you know, quickly rather than typing the lot of random numbers, just simply use this something like this. So a lot of randoms I am typing. Okay, color 02 echo off echo random, 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 some random number will be generated. Okay, then what I will do, I will create. Go to a and here. I will put a at the top. Okay, so I will put my a at the top like this and file save as your. Second. Oh. Okay. So just a sec. I forgot to, you know, give the X. Uh, extension file save as second dot bat okay here if i close this one so what it will do it will just simply start running random numbers on the screen and what is happening multiple time i have written random so it is going up to that then what it is start doing it is start you know just repeating itself because there was a loop 
go to a right so what was happening if you will again i will show this in the edit after this is the whole thing you, you will be going all this place these random numbers i have generated then i'm saying go to a a is again over here and you starting a loop right and it just keep registering those numbers over here so it can be start with these simple kind of annoying things okay this is also a virus which is just simply annoying you someone just you know run this thing and you know it just start creating this random number series over here and you know you just want to go ahead and you know, going down and this kind of thing so very simple a pop-up thing you know and it started with this very basic kind of a thing you can have over here even this can increase a bit of you know different way how you can go ahead and with this example itself again uh, let me just go and open this one let me just go with the a simple thing if i will create a file a batch file like this start uh, your ms paint oh. ms paint okay start notepad start your uh, ms paint and what else i can start cmd okay like this and right, right now i'm not making it as a virus i'm just simply going to go ahead to save as your third dot bat okay and save simple i am not creating any malware right now i'm just having this thing so if i will double click so it opened a notepad a cmd and a paint right now again i will edit this and same thing i will do i will do something like go to a now in here i will put something like your a and now this will be a bit disrupting how file save as your all file and third dot bad okay now i will close this one and what will happen you will see this kind of thing you might have seen somewhere like i remember from my school days when i was very curious about you know playing the uh, gta vice city and all okay and you know my whole motive was come home and xp were used to be on there and this was kind of very annoying thing so you keep closing them they will keep getting opened uh you can't just simply close them Okay, and you will see error, notepad error. Because what it is doing? It is just consuming the my resources. So I can't just close them, work with the hair. So n number of things are happening. Okay, 46 paint. So it will be consuming my memory. So memory operation fail. So if I'm closing it here, so I'm just kind of a stuck over here. So what to do? Okay, there is yeah, like this. Okay oh and i should have done one thing actually okay so one thing i should have done i should have changed the password but uh, no worries to get out from here what i can do is i can restart the system okay so i can just restart the system and it will be closing everything and as you can see it is trying to close that what is happening again because it is closing when you are restarting it is closing those programs because it want to stop 
and now as it is stopping that program is running it is opening more and more file more and more file so what is happening restart is also not working properly over here right so what we need to do is i will go ahead and do the power power off power off forcefully terminating this machine right so this is something that is consuming your resources as well simple as that so again we can restart the system now reboot it okay so we are at the admin administrator page over here hopefully this is the password okay this is not the password so now what i have to do that's why when you will be installing a new stress installation you might need to go ahead and you might need to revert it back to with the snapshot so i have taken the snapshot i will revert it back to the my snapshots over here and it will be just reverting back so i have taken the snapshot so it is much better if i can you know i have to just you know i will be just pausing my screens and reverting the back to the original state over here okay just a minute over here and i will be back on to the my original page okay so for reverting you need to take when you create a fresh installation you take a snapshot of that and then simply you need to go ahead and you know to go back to that time okay now what again i have to do i will i'm back here so like here you'll be going taking the snapshot and revert to the your snapshot option simple as that here now i am again going to go ahead and create in the host system this is the problem you know you have to force shutdown and i was just showing you the here that was the shutdown and it is a problem because i forgot the password okay this happened due to that that i need to revert it back okay and yeah this is a good thing that you know you keep an image handy with you as a snapshot again i will be going to the virus and it was the i think third virus which we were creating and i will be starting from there and you know anyone who is familiar that you can change the password as well over here on the your windows without even knowing the current password if you got your hands on a particular device which is already logged in even i i don't try it with the windows 11 yet but till the window 10 it was working perfectly fine so are you guys familiar with that okay means right now you are here in the system and usually when you have to change the password and when you have to change the password what is simply ask that what was your previous password over there so this is something that you generally play with as well in the multiple time now if you have to change the you know password over there what you can do if you don't have kind of remember it that what was there how things were running onto this one okay anyone try the net user command it will not ask you the whole you know uh, thing that you know you need to go ahead and work with the all these kind of a thing okay if not i will show you here 
Hmm. Okay, this is the one. So what you will do, you will type the net user command, right? So you'll be doing the net user. It will be giving you all account in the system. Oh, sorry. Net user. Okay, here administrator, support, guest, help, all these things. Now what you have to do, you have to simply use net user and then net user and which account you want to use administrator so i will type administrator and then what i need to type asterisk okay now directly it is asking me type a password for the user it is not asking me what was my old password it is simply saying that type of you know password for your user so i can type my password now okay and enter and right and successfully command completed successfully now password is changed so like right now i was struggling logging in right so if i will restart it Okay, font was too small to see. Don't worry. Uh, in your this one as well. In your I'm right now in Windows 10. There also, if you will be going with the net user command, first it will show you your users. Okay, so it will be telling you that which one you want to go with which account. So you can go with that particular one, and you can see you know. Uh, okay, so this is the detail. If you will give the you know just the name. So net user account name and asterisk. Okay. And enter. It will be directly asking you to type a password for the user where you are logged in. Right. So this is something that is there. Well, although, you know, this is not going to work if you are logging in with the domain controller and all, you know, where you have centralized login domain controller this is not going to work over there right so this is the one thing that you need to keep in mind okay so there is going to be this thing uh, so net user give you the list of the user then you type again net user which account you want to change the password use that account and then asterisk and that's it okay so that is going to be the one particular part that what we will be dealing with on to the multiple scenarios over here okay so this is going to be the your whole scenario so we'll be seeing more and more of your you know uh examples now okay so what we were doing we were creating the malware so again new text document okay so in here so what we were doing again let me increase the size of the
like like here okay now what you have to do is you will be going ahead and you will be starting with the uh, okay so that was the one uh, virtual we were seeing where your resources were keep creating now similar to that what we can do is we can start with this something like this now i will do first of command like echo of okay now here what i will do i will be saying a again now i will creating the directory simply and the random okay and again go to a so you will see very interesting thing happening over here this it is again file save as this is the fourth one fourth dot bat and click on save close this one and on this thing so what it is doing it is just you know right now you are seeing nothing but some directories are being created or something like that so We are just going to close it and going to close this one. Now what you will see random folders being created over here. Okay, so random folders being created over here. Right, so thousands, I think till now, if I'll be selecting, I don't know how many of these are there. Uh, the good numbers should be there. Uh, okay, so this is not calculating it, but yes in just few seconds these many folders were there if i would have let it run it would have consumed your resources as much as possible and again we would have stuck at some place where a lot of folder has been created in your system itself right so this is the another kind of a thing that you can do or work with okay so in the meantime let me minimize this thing let me go ahead and let me just check on to the something like okay I can open CMD easily. Great. I can go to all program. I remember there used to be games like free calls. Okay. There used to be these games like your hearts, solitaire, right? Different, different ones. So, you know, all these things are there. And what I'm going to do. Okay. So, I'm not going to delete these things. I'm keeping them as a result over here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and click on edit. Now, rather than this, okay, here, let me open this one. And here, let me just create another kind of a very simple one liner kind of a malware. So I will do what I will do use the assoc command, right? Dot exe equals to hack, or you can write anything, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, your name, anything dot exe equals to hack and file save as fifth dot bat and enter okay this is going to be in here and this is a sock dot exe dot hack so if you will see nothing happen over here right nothing happened so what we are going to do is i'm going to minimize over here I will go to start menu 
click on CMD, it is working. Oh, I didn't run. Oh, I forgot to run this. Oh. I give the name fifth, right? Okay, so because there, uh, this should, did I say this or not? I think I have saved it somewhere, but uh, yeah, five, you know, with the five, lot of other things are also coming. Don't worry, I, am, I was just trying that as self. So a lot of the other files were also coming with the five. So you can see even deleting is kind of the your scenario over here. Okay, taking a type, right? So this is something that which is it will be taking three minutes, which is a lot of a time in the meantime. Okay. So you can see how a simple one is going to be there there. So again, as you can see, it kind of panicked, right? So rather than this, I would love to restart it one more time. I think it is not saved. I didn't save it properly. Not in the folder 101, but you can see when I was trying to delete those all files together. So I was keeping that for the end. Okay, now I am logged in because I changed the password. Remember, I will go back in here and yeah, when you'll be here, so you can see why I was worried about, you know, having that fifth one uh, uh, towards the end. Okay, at least some folder has been deleted. This is the fifth one. Let me run this thing. Okay, yeah, so we'll be having this one. So fifth one, I hope I have run this thing. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to again, go ahead, check, try to open CMD. It is not being open. You can go to games. Icons are gone. Right? So why this happened? Okay, so for that, what I will do now, I will be creating a new text for, you know, file over here. Okay, so what happened is I was using something like a sock dot okay association of my dot exe file with the hack so every time it is trying to open an exe kind of a file it is saying that you know file type is your hack and hack is not a proper valid your file type so that's why it is happening again and again and how to correct this thing i will type exe file over here and now I will do file save as your and give it the name patch.exe and oh sorry patch.bat okay and save this thing so this is the patch that we need to run now so I will close this one and you can see I will double click on this then I will go to all program your games and games they are back Right. 
So this is something that you can do as well if you want to. Okay, this one single line is also going to be your malware over there. Now, one last one, what we will be doing. One thing that you like me, I used to play the you know bit of the games when I was in the school. So you know, lot of time face the lot of malwares. So here again, I will be showing you something which is very very frustrating for us. And every time I had to go somewhere and bring a new Windows CD. Why? This is something that was there. and your attributes so attrib and tldr hyphen s hyphen h hyphen r and delete and tldr okay so here i'm gonna go again save as crash.pat and save. Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to close this one. Okay, and I'm gonna go ahead and click on the your this thing. So I double click on this one. So what is going to be in there is when you are running these files, right? These files, nothing happened. So last time you know you were able to go and you know cmd was not working but you know uh, this is working now you are trying to see the games games will be also there so everything is working fine so what this virus did so what it did if i will go back in here and go to the power and let's just restart the system oh i didn't run the bat or it is not properly created something goes wrong so it should have been either at the echo of cd ah hmm. everything is good Okay. Again, a uh, spelling. Yeah, might be the spelling mistake somewhere. NTLDR, NTLDR. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see this one. I type complete delete. It should be only Dell. Right. So file. Save. That's why. Okay, only Dell should be there. Now I will run this thing one more time. And now power restart and restart over here.
Okay, now if you will see NTLDR is missing. Okay, NTLDR is missing. So it is saying control or delete. Okay, you will restart. So now you will try to restart it n number of time. It is not going to get restarted. Okay, so I will do the restart. Click on restart. It will again say the same thing, same thing, right? So this means you need to work with the your resources. Okay, so later they change this thing, you know, that they make it then not so easily you could be deleting these things. So with the uh, upcoming updates, they remove these things. But this was the one of the very common one which we used to face. NTLDR is missing. This is kind of your bootloader which is missing from your system. So it can't boot the whole system right now. So whole booting process has been changed nowadays, right? And very specifically with the Windows 11. So, you know, updates they keep pushing and, you know, things becoming more secure over here. So you can see that how simply a particular Windows, you know, can be corrupted in the different ways. So simply, that's why I was having this snapshot so that later on, if I have to revert it back to, I will have the time to revert back to it, this one. Right? So that's, that's the other reason. So this is something that what we can do here as well. Right? So this is something which we can do with the you know, creation of the malwares itself. Now, if malwares are in the system, okay, so this was the bit of the your theory part, oh, sorry, practical part just to create the your malwares. Now, if malwares are in the system, then there is the requirement of the malware analysis. And this is the whole kind of a branch in the cybersecurity malware malware analysis that you can do. And I think might be few of you people is still working with the malware, right? Malware analysis, maybe. So what is malware analysis? You are gonna go ahead and you are going to analyze that which malware is affecting your system. Okay, and how malwares are affecting your system then which file is a malware, which is not? Is there any malware in your system, in your network that is going to be the art of the malware analysis? Now, we will be simply talking about them, okay? We don't are going to indulge into this. This is more onto the defensive side of security, okay? The malware analysis. So here, when we talk about the malware analysis, malware analysis is a process of analyzing malicious software to understand how it works, what it does, and how it can be detected and removed. So, goal of our malware analysis is to gain insight into the behavior and characteristics of malware. So that effective solution, countermeasure means your solution can be developed to protect against it. So this is our task, okay? We need to understand what is the goal of this malware, what to do, how to do. Then. There are four ways, static, dynamic, manual, automated, right? Although we can say uh, static dynamics are two phase, then, you know, both can be done either static or the your automated way is just up to you, right? So still we'll be discussing all of them separately. So first of all, there is going to be the static malware analysis. So static malware analysis is type of an analysis 
that involve examining a malware file without actually executing it. So you will download that file. Okay, and you will be keeping it on your virtual machines. You know, usually you have to create the malware analysis environment. Okay, you, it can't be like in your base machine in your main machine. You start analyzing it. No. If you will be running malware over there, it will be harmful. So we always create a VM a virtual environment. So one of the most popular virtual analysis or sorry malware analysis tool is cuckoo sandbox. Okay, so we usually create a sandbox. So I always suggest that if someone has to do the malware analysis, install the virtual environment there, test out and make sure that there is no internet connection directly else, you know, uh, you could be putting harm to your main system itself. Okay, so in the static, um, you know, you download a file and you know, you go to GitHub, there will be a lot of the malwares. So without even running them, executing them, you are going to analyze them. So what you are doing this approach you are using to find out any potential threat vulnerability by looking the characteristics of a file means you will be looking into its code its structure its behavior and without having to expose system to any risk you'll be going through the line by line code by code to analyze these things that what is going to be in there now in static analysis it can give us the insight into the what are the capability of mal malware what are the intention of the malware and it is one of the very important tool in defending against the cyber attack itself. However, it is going to have its limitation as some of the malware. They might be designed specifically to evade the static analysis technique. So what they do, they will start, you know, zipping itself as soon as they will be finding that they are running inside of, you know, they have been downloaded into the virtual environment. They will be kind of zipping themselves. Okay, they will be compressing themselves. Okay, so that kind of the tricks can be used by the malware as well. Then there is dynamic malware analysis, which means this time you will run that malware into the sandbox environment, means into a virtual kind of an environment. Okay, which is here it is calling the controlled environment. So it is a technique to analyze and understand the behavior of malware by observing in the controlled environment. So here you are going to run the malware in the sandbox or virtual machine environment to observe its behavior and identify the potential threat. And it can also use to identify a specific technique used by the malware to evade detection and spread itself. Okay, so that you know uh, which technique they are using. Right, so you know cuckoo sandbox why I was telling that it is one of the best tool. So if you'll be running something into the cuckoo sandbox at that time, most of the malware will be unable to identify that they are running inside a sandbox environment. Okay, that's why it is mostly used. And as well as you know, you'll be finding vulnerability weakness in the system that malware is targeting. Right, so this will be helpful by running the malware. You will be trying to understand that what is happening now very easy that manual and automated what will be the difference so manual malware analysis is when you are doing you know we are seeing by hand means going code by code right without relying on any automated tool what you are doing you are try you want to gain some deeper understanding of malware its behavior threat and its vulnerabilities so you want to just go and check if there is a code you know you can go line by line and try to understand that what it want to do okay it is going to be a very time consuming process you have to keep in mind 
and resource intensive as well. And plus, the person who is doing it require the high level of expertise and specialized knowledge as well. Okay, so in you know one of the dynamic way of doing it is you are running the malware, and then from the you know you are kind of understanding the machine code of it, assembly assembly language of this. So you need to have that kind of the familiarity. If manually you are going and analyzing this, so you run some disassembler, okay, decoder to understand that how this malware is running and then you will be having the you know assembly codes and all like push five three and you know something like this is going on that you know you need to understand what is this right so it will be more time consuming plus the person who is doing it require more knowledge and it may be less scalable than automated analysis technique as it may it is very difficult to apply the same level of scrutiny to a large number of malware sample so you know in one malware you will be investing all your time so when you are going to analyze other so this is something that you have to keep in mind itself so as i was saying it is going to use in the conjunction with the static and dynamic analysis itself right then there is going to be the automated malware analysis simple means you will be having without any human intervention you will be having a code or tool which you will be using to automatically analyze the malware so it is a fast and efficient way to identify potential threat and vulnerability used to analyze large volume of malware sample quickly and at the scale then automated malware analysis tools they help uh, they typically use a variety of techniques to analyze the behavior of malware including static dynamic and you know they may have they may use machine learning and artificial intelligence algorithm to detect patterns anomalies and potential you know ident uh, your iocs indicator of compromises so one of the key advantage of this is going to be the speed and scalability you can quickly identify potential threat vulnerability allowing security team to respond rapidly to new or the emerging threats that is out there so these are the our different different ways of malware analysis itself so today we have discussed regarding the some basic categories of malware how to create a malware and the malware analysis over there